the Sportique Studios, where it's cold outside, but you can warm your mitts over toasty takes. This is the South Stands Denver Fancast. I'm Colin Daniels with producer Scott Stafford, sports broadcasting legend, and Jim Henson creation, Gil Whiteley. Shows uh, I know some guys you never ask back. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's been a few. There's been a few. But hey, welcome to the show, everybody. It's South Stands Live, show 281, and we're back. And we got a special guest tonight. He hasn't been back for probably I would say eight years. Yeah, maybe. I'm gonna go seven. I'm seven. seven. Okay. Ten. Well, I'm the over under at seven. Okay, points. seven. I'll have to look it up. But uh, Gil Whiteley's back with us, everybody. Welcome, Gil. Thanks for having me, guys. It's, I was setting up lunch with Colin, and uh, next day, so about seven o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we're glad to have you because uh, you were you were at the old studio way down on uh, way down Broadway the little tiny way south one. Broadway down near Frank's P- the Pizza King right yeah. by Frank the yeah. Pizza King we called it the concrete bunker place. it was great yeah it, it was a concrete bunker because it was basically a little concrete room and we were all, we were all huddled together we got a lot more room here now if you, as this you've is noticed this is really so. nice I mean this could you know this could uh, this could be a well, it is a TV show. I'm sure you've worked. I'm, I'm sure you've worked in lesser studios. Oh my God! When we first started <laughs> on, on Mile High Sports, in the garden, in the up? garden level. No, no, no. It was above the hood in in the old spaghetti factory. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, and that. everything, oh, all wow. the and all the, the the everything was covered in that dust that was greased. Oh, it was greasy it was a, dust. It was the worst, and there was this huge. It's like dating Brandon Spano. There was yeah. like there was this huge. There was this huge hum in the in the middle of the signal. It went, and everybody kept talking. I can't listen with that hum. I said, "What hum?" That was that was Reno's ass. It must, making be, your, said, it must be your. It must be your radio getting new radio. Well, the, the old Reno's concrete bunker butt. we had. We had. We had Feces. There was rat feces, rat feces yeah. everywhere. And then occasionally the, the dispensary next really door, gross. it would leach through the wall and it'd be like, well, this is like nice. meat and rat This is feces. nice. You can hang yeah, yeah. meat in here, but this is nice. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. yeah. chilly. I've had a space heater running and since like 11 o'clock this morning, <laughs> and it's it's just tilting at windmills. I wish everyone thing. could see it. It's right behind oh, yeah. where the last. If you go stand is. right close to it and put your hands over it, you, you'll feel oh, some warmth emanating. It's total from bullshit. Yeah, it's cold in the winter and it's hot as hell in the summer, so you can't win. We're shirtless in the summertime. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's good time. Yeah, it's real sweaty and, and oiled up. 
Yeah, the only, nice. the only the only thing you can win at is just having a, having a great show, and it's glad we're glad to have you back. And uh, we got plenty to talk about. Um, oh my gosh, we got so much to talk to you about. Um, I, I think the main thing, and I, I just want to dive right in, and I I just want to uh, pick your your knowledgeable brain about this. You've been around for a long time. You know everybody. You know John Elway. You've had John Elway on before. You, I have. You, you know him personally. Um, should people be worried about the direction the Broncos are going? From what you know of Elway and what you've seen go on, what do you think about his his job so far and, and the future of it? Uh, John Elway, the player, would never want to play for John Elway, the general manager, oh. number one. He's a completely different guy now than he was then. I haven't talked to John in five years or so. I'm, you know, He used to come in my place where I've, I've had – had dinner with him at the Brown Palace two weeks after they beat Green Bay in the Super Bowl. Uh, but John is uh, John's kind of moved around. He's uh, he's he's cut all the dead wood, especially the media. <laughs> out of well, all that's of that. understandable, I, right? But I one thing I know about John Elway, he'll never stop trying. He's not Dan Marino who took that job in Miami as a position. John took this as a job, and he's going to keep trying. Now he's he has not proven. What he can, what he can, that he can select a quarterback out of the draft. Uh, but is he the right man for the job I as don't the general know. manager? I, I really don't know. This is his last. This is his last hire. If it's a success, it's his last hire. And if Fangio isn't doesn't make it work, it's John's last hire. I here's 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 a way of asking you a question and making a statement at the same time, which is one of the most annoying things people do. So forgive me. I'm good good, you're very good at it. Though. I know. You've done I'm it for years. That. I know. I have. Um, I believe that. Do you believe, like I do, Gil? That's how I made it a question. See, <laughs> that John Elway is not the right man for the job. However, is absolutely necessary at this time and place. Because of the ownership situation. Would it not be a completely rudderless ship if he were to be forced out now? Wow. Uh, I hadn't quite thought of it then. I mean, the, the whole wink-wink agreement on the ownership uh, group is the, is the uh, most qualified daughter that was, that, was, uh, that was delivered to Annabelle. Right. So, I mean, right. so anybody, right. anybody right. thinks Beth's going to get Annabelle's this gig? Kids. Yeah. yeah. Who, who was manipulating Pat after he went Cena? It'll be Brittany who's really smart. I've only talked to her one time very briefly. I was introduced to her. I don't want an NFL owner named Brittany in my town. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is problematic, but I think if she's smart, she can do the job. Uh, Joe Ellis uh, it was fighting this because the second anybody gets takes over, Joe Ellis is gone. I don't think John's gone no matter what. But uh, things will change at that point. Well, I think once that point comes, that's when John needs to go. John, if they sell it, John has the wherewithal of putting people together to buy it. That's so does Joe Ellis. And I, and I sat down with somebody who's will remain nameless months and months and months ago, who told me that 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 he believed there was an offer on the table for the Broncos in the eighty billion dollar range, and that what, 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 or the what, what, forty forty billion dollar range. What? No, it's only worth about two and a half billion. Yeah, it's not like four. What, what did the Carolina Panthers sell for? Oh, I don't know, but the Broncos are worth. No, it was two. Yeah, the Panthers sold for two point four. I'm sorry. Yeah, and it was two point eight. Was yeah. what I heard. Yeah, that's, that's, was that's probably was on the table, probably, and it's and it's quickly becoming out of John and Joe Ellis's range. Chris Joe Ellis has Bush money behind him. 
not billions, not Enron well, type the, of money. The people that that are, that surrounded Bush and his and the Bush family, they've got they it. all have money. What do you? Okay, yes. What do you project the outcome is? You know the organization far better than he and I, any of us ever will know that organization because you've been around it for so long. What do you think is? the likely outcome and what do you think is the correct outcome with regard to the ownership situation? Well, uh, rather, uh, rather, I think Brittany's going to become the owner sooner rather than later. I th- I would think within 18 months, Brittany will be named the owner. Uh, it's being forced that way. Uh, cause, uh, uh, uh it's a Paul Bolin, the brother, uh, that, you know, he's doing lawsuits. He, he sold his shares to the Broncos. He doesn't even have a. Uh, he doesn't even have any shares in the Broncos, and he's suing the Broncos Trust and all the things are going with that. Uh, and he sold his because he got in money trouble. He sold his shares, which were not voting shares, and non-voting shares sell for pennies on the dollar, just to get out, just to to get himself, you know. Uh, and that's so again. some. And that's so some car dealership owner can say he owns a part of the Broncos. It doesn't go. mean it. That's, yeah. that's Scott's share in the show. He's he's not a voting member, but he has he has some shares. So sorry, Scott. It, it, I didn't it's, know. it's sweat equity. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know if you sweat knew equity. that or not. So, yeah. but uh, I think Brittany would be the owner sooner rather than later. And I don't think I think she'll keep good people around her. I and I believe that means John Elway will stay for the time being. I, I don't think they're. I don't think they. I don't think she could get by without John's support. No, and I think having him there is obviously important because he yeah. could just be a figurehead of, uh, at the very least. He could he could take a he could take a, a paycheck and go golfing every day and show up and wave and be like, "Oh, Elway's got it, everybody!" And then somebody else could run the team. So it's obviously they got to put they got to put smart people around kind of, her. Kind of feels like Joe Ellis is like Littlefinger. In this, in, wow. in perhaps Game of Thrones uh, reference, ooh, maybe uh, he has Brittany is Joffrey. He has that look is this too. He looks a little like. <laughs> wow, a little Game of Thrones thrown out. I think like you're giving him a little down. more. I think you're giving him a little more credit than he's probably. Uh, little know. finger is a little smarter than that, but uh, not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, spoiler. But little finger. Spoiler. Hold on. Not well, anymore. Hey, hey, but we're going to talk. Not anymore. The daughters took care of Littlefinger. We're going to talk a little bit. We're going to talk a little movies, a little TV. I know Gil, you've you've been involved with that for a long time. But we're going to get into some of that later. Maybe okay. talk a little Oscars and. But such. doesn't the Bush family and the Lannisters create a perfect parallel? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. yeah. we we jumped hard into Broncos yeah. right off the bat, which usually we save for the last ten percent of the show, just to torture people because screw them. I had to. He knows John Elway. I had I know. to ask. He him knows John Elway, but I he also knew Irv Brown, and I just wanted to touch quickly yeah. on the celebration of life. I wasn't able to go. I had to work, but how how was it? How many people showed up? Tell you know, it was tell us a little bit about it. Seats about eight or ten thousand. I'm not sure I wanted seats. I think there were uh, anywhere between maybe fourteen and eighteen hundred. A lot of people. I mean, uh, you know, but they were spread out in a place like that, so it was really hard to tell. It was a very nice showing. It really was, and uh, that everybody. I think while there was probably a, a. thousand of them were media guys <laughs> sure 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 and uh everybody would have loved to have talked i would uh in in uh everybody who talked did a really nice job and it was um you know i don't have a career i you know I, I was at when i first opened maxfield the restaurant i had here i advertised on uh you guys remember kmvp no yeah, that, no. Was the, that was the no. that was the that was the a sports station before kbic and, and 
Now, yeah. I remember. I barely remember K Big, but yeah. I don't remember K MVP. So you, I, I think you had to own an Edsel to hear that station. K Big wasn't a bad, wasn't a bad segment. It was ten ninety. Anyway, I advertised on Irvin, Irvin, Joe, and Dave, Logan, Logan. and uh, and part of my deal was on Thursday afternoon. I'd come on and I'd do. They'd ask, "Hey, what's going on at the bar?" And I'd do, I'd do three or four minutes. Not even a segment. And talk some sports, kind of like the Blake Street Tavern dude does. There you go, absolutely. And and when it when that happened, uh, K Big only had one sports show, and then the rest of it was like uh, you know the Dog Doctor and all these other crazy things. Uh, and they 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 decided to go all sports, and uh, and Irv said to Van Curious. You know that kid, that kid that comes. We've never had met at that time, so he said that kid that 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 comes on on Thursday afternoons with us from that from Maxfields. He knows a little bit about sports. So Van Curious came to me and said, "Would you like to do a show?" And without Irv having done that, because you know, Van said to me, uh, "Irv Brown said you know a little about sports." I said, "Well, I've been around it my whole life." So let me ask you this: At that time, was the was the brokered model? It was, uh, uh, and uh, it was uh, cost me. I don't know. I think it was two hundred fifty bucks, and I was spending two hundred fifty bucks uh, to advertise five your days own, a week in your own business. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, my business, and on, get to sit in front of a microphone and talk smack. And I get the I get the microphone for an hour. I, they offered me Friday, uh, one to two, and I said, I get the microphone. And then they gave me more spots and more everything. The brokerage show went for two weeks. They never billed me, and then they went to programming, and they said. We'd like you to do Monday too. I said, "Well, let me get this right." I get, I was getting nine spots. Then I was getting eighteen that I could sell, which were easy to sell. Next thing you know, I'm making you know, I'm making a thousand bucks a week, to doing radio twice a week. Well, you were Eric Goodman before it, Eric Goodman. It was crazy. And here I am, thirty, almost thirty-three years later. I saw my thirty-third year in May. What's um, what's a big difference between when you saw? Running a bar, restaurant, seeing athletes. What's the biggest difference in like the existence of social media? Do you think that uh, uh, anything that was going on back then would even fly today with the existence no. of social media? No, oh, no, no. Yeah, I no. mean, I know, I know that's the question, but oh, I guess yeah, no, I'm no, saying, no, especially the things I've been involved <laughs> in and done. I, I sat on the Elway board as, uh, for this golf tournament for I don't know six, seven, eight years and worked on it, and the parties would go on with that and. And uh, and no, I'm not answering too many questions. So, do you think I did do waterfalls with uh, uh, with the the uh, oh God help me out the the the, the Bills quarterback Jim Kelly Jim, Jim Kelly, Kelly. Uh, Mark Cooper and I waterfalls I get you get you get three different color four different color martinis and you put them where they come down to each other and they were all different colors and then you start pouring them down and then. And the, this is rich is, guy beer stand. The beer, trick is stands. not to get the colored Martin martinis on, on your shirt. On your white shirt, sure. And uh, uh, it's just crazy, crazy, crazy yeah, times. Because there's no camera phones, so obviously no one can no, get, no get video of you and Jim Kelly I drinking am, gin. I'm, or I'm just as glad without it. But Jim Kelly is a great guy, and, uh, and uh, he was just in studio not long ago. Uh, I mean, I'm about. Ten months ago, I think he was in town and speaking came of, in studio. Speaking of in studio with you, I, I, one of the things I wanted to ask you about tonight is Wade Phillips and whether you can give us 
a little bit of insight as to what actually happened and why he was allowed to depart the Broncos. Well, Colin, well, you know, I, we're, at, we're, at, we're just at so the beginning of the first more, quarter. More about, more about that after the break. We're going to have to take a break. I know as break. much about that as anybody. Okay. I well, know you did. Excellent. Well, well glad, that's, that's a good I tease. Glad I said that he got mad at me, and I said, Wade, he's lying to you. Well, we we're going to come back After in the second the quarter, and we're going to. That's a good segue. It's a great segue. That's what he, he started into, and I said, "Hold on, hold on. Let's take a quick break, and we'll get right back to that right after this." Should we call Wade? What will your mother say? What will your mother say? What will your mother say, pretty Peggy? Oh, what will your mother say? Do you know you're going away? You're never, never, never coming back. Hey, guys. Check out bsndenver.com. Oh, my gosh. The locker is stocked full now with awesome, awesome products. Unique from D-Line Co., you got to check this stuff out. You're going to order some from bsnlocker.com. And while you're at it, subscribe to the best local sports coverage you're going to find. They got reporters everywhere. They got guys at spring training. They've got guys down at Pepsi Center. They're working hard. And for very, very little money, you'll be amazed at how inexpensive it is. And if you get a BSN Denver tattoo, it's free for life. So bsndenver.com let them know the south stand sent you it's the questions did donald trump really declare a national emergency over the flacco trade did john elway make a bold move by moving on from case keenum in favor of that other case keenum Will the Broncos be in fine shape at quarterback so long as every other team in the division signs Raheem Moore? I'm just going to wait for you guys to laugh. Fuck you all. (laughs) If the Nuggets are able to sign Anthony Davis in the wake of the Flacco trade, will Denver become America's eyebrow capital? Was Team LeBron able to overcome a large halftime deficit to win the NBA All-Star game thanks to Mike Malone's brilliant strategic mind? Yeah, Mike Malone had a lot to do with that. Yeah, a lot. With Nikola Jokic on the floor, did other NBA All-Stars feel like they were in a live-action remake of Space Jam? How perfect is it that Denver finally got a new superstar, and he just happens to be the biggest, goofiest, most awkward tub of goo in the entire NBA? Is it a foregone conclusion that Jussie Smollett will land with the Patriots? Will Colin Kaepernick contribute part of his massive collusion settlement to the NFL to help pay for the wall. You guys are intentionally not laughing at this point. You need to write some better material. This is awesome shit. Could one say that the NFL took a cap hit? Was rolling his car on Auraria Parkway about the 10th worst way Demarius Thomas ever ended a drive in Denver? Ooh, not bad. That's very good. As long as surgeons have to open Vic Lombardi up to remove his cancerous prostate, should they also dig out that long dormant pituitary gland? Too soon. (laughs) Just exactly soon enough. 
Will Vic have to punch cancer in its ugly face since his legs aren't long enough to kick his ass? You have questions. We have answers. SouthStandsDenver.com, Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971. Hey. Speedy Ready? Ready? Is it Jake Hall? I don't know who this is. It's a nugget. <laughs> Are you ready? Oh, is you ready? Whole squad you ready? You said you ready. Whole squad ready. Ready? Is you ready? Oh. Are you ready? Ready? Is you ready? Squad ready. Oh, squad ready. We I can see my daughter right now saying, Dad, don't. Oh. Dad, don't. No, don't. No, Just don't. No, no, my wife. No, Sarah Senior killer. This is the best part. What? Nuggets games are so much fun. I know oh you've been going to the they're they're so And fun. I always scream, Whole squad ready at the top of my lungs. And my daughter's like, Oh, God. Dad, stop. I haven't been to a Nuggets game in years. No one ever invites me. Next game, want to go? Sunday, want to go? Can't go. Tuesday, want to go? Ah, busy. Can't Thursday, want to go? <laughs> can't go. <laughs> I'm busy. Those are all, st- they start at times I can't make. I know. Oh. Yeah. Um, but 3 o'clock on Sunday. Ooh. Yeah, I got a game sometime. Ooh, that's almost not past my bedtime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, shit. <laughs> but uh, Tuesday and Thursday, they start at 8.30. That's that's a problem. That's yeah, that really late. I do not do, no, that I do, really not do eight, 8.30 games. I know. That's because that's that's of TNT and ESPN. That's because they're good. They're being picked up. Well, because they got to they, they gotta get their East Coast teams in early and then they got to then they got to throw everyone a bone with somebody out out yeah. west Did you see the rockies uh, picked up the whole squad ready theme for other no, spring no spring, they didn't the spring training that also has whole squad ready oh my god i know all right all it's right. commonality we're, there it is. We're getting, it's commonality it's okay we're getting into that we're um we're moving in we're moving in we're gonna be moving into little rockies talk a little later um we got we got plenty of broncos talk to get into um what i what i wanted to talk to gill about um this kind of goes back to how things have changed. Um, how things have changed with sports writers, with media people in town. I always see you uh, chatting with uh, Nikki Jabvala on Twitter. She's, and on the radio, she's, too. She seems to... Um, she seems to. She always seemed to be bumped by your um, your Friday re, your red shirt Friday to to honor the troops because usually you'd show some some um, nice looking women with big yeah. cans. Well, she kind of tongue in cheeks that. <laughs> I said, "What are you looking at?" I said, "I'm just busting you." you know, so but she has no real problem with that. But she, the, she my red was shirt Friday. But if I don't put them up, people say, "Where's your bump? where's your bump? Gil, Gil, let me let me say when you had the one with Scarlett Johansson recently, I I I, I about <laughs> got an accident because I had it up on my phone in my truck and I. <laughs> I kept looking at it. I have to admit, I had to. I had to watch the road. The hours he spent holding up his phone with one hand. <laughs> so, but my point is that you've got all these uh, these great, uh, you know, uh, female sports writers and media people, and that wasn't the case thirty years ago. No, and that's it wasn't. changed a lot. I've actually worked a lot with women trying to help get women into doing talk radio. And why aren't they in radio? I mean, the fan does not have one woman at the entire station. It's a massive station. It's a Top 25 station in the U.S. They don't have a single woman. It blows me away. It boggles my mind. Why wouldn't you have somebody hot? I mean, let's wait. <laughs> right there. there you I'm such a like jackass, right? Oh the patriarch. The patriarch. Hold on, hold on. Now have wait. somebody hot who's also hold good. On. Like Robin Carlin would be perfect at a station like that. Well, who's the hottest the guy? Robin who's the hottest guy? She's in station. Atlanta now. I'm she's in, sure. No, she's in Houston working with Sean Salisbury. No, no, that's all over. With. That's over. Yeah. Ah, she. Oh, you haven't kept Bring her back. Here, let, back. Wait, let me let, let me been over. Let she me th- visited us. She was in town visiting about um, six weeks ago. Let me throw this out to you. Of the four major uh, Denver sports teams, three of them have women working with the broadcast. Can you tell me the one that doesn't? 
I can. Take a wild guess. The Gil. Broncos. Out it's there. the Broncos. Yeah, of course. So the Rockies, they got they got Jenny Kavnar and then uh, what's her name? That Who's does very the, good. Yeah, they're excellent. She's excellent. Katie Wingy. Katie Wingy for Wingie the, the Nuggets. Katie Wingy's good. Ah, um, Lauren so Gardner is well involved she's with the Avalanche. Yeah. She's very good. Broncos don't. Now, granted, the Broncos Lauren's don't have good. TV. Lauren really does good commercials. She's got a great voice. Gardner, she's awesome. She's fantastic. They maybe that's the one who hasn't been here the longest. Maybe now that's the longest gap from yeah, being here. Well, she was a rich. She actually. Was the board up on my show about ten or twelve years ago? Lauren Gardner was. Yeah. Oh my! She God. was with my last sports. How did you ever look down at the paper in front of you? <laughs> <laughs> but so they've all got they've all got these great. Renee Hurtlocker was there at that time too. Man, I know that name. Uh, she. They all have women working with the broadcast. The Broncos, now to be fair, they don't have a TV thing because that's all nationally done. But they got, they've got, they might have an ex cheerleader doing something on the news. Um, so they things, do, but it's Channel Four that hired her. Yeah, but th- the things have changed considerably. So, was it a, you know, thirty years ago? Was it just like a a, a super male dominated thing that women couldn't even crack into, or was it just there was no women that were even going to be in that realm? Well, you know. It, it, it kind of drives me crazy because you don't really allow women in the booth. Yeah. A woman can now do sideline reporting. Sure. Uh, and now it's physically impossible for a man to do sideline reporting. Jenny did some, give, Jenny did some she, booth. She, she did. She got in a booth last year and called a game. That was terrific. That was a big step. And I'm, I'm sure Drew was not all that happy <laughs> to give up a game. Uh, for Tough her. shit. She for did Drew. a nice job. She had one of the best calls when they... When they fire up the fountains! Fire up the fountains! That was a great call. It was really good. Awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. I mean, I don't know how long she's done. I worked a lot with Drew. I did AAA games with Drew, with Drew and Irv uh, uh, down at Sky Sox. We did a lot of TV games down there. I was the tailgater! I was the Sky Sox tailgater for an entire to Sky summer. I used to work Sky Sox games. I dressed up in an alligator costume, and the shoes didn't fit, so I had to stick my toes out over the top. Wow, so we're I, learning something new. I was the Sky Sox tailgater. Um, <laughs> but, but, I walked around the parking lot. But Jenny, Jenny did a great job. She's done radio and TV, and, and she's fantastic, and, and everyone... You know, it's like, oh, bring her in. She's better than what they have. Um, the, the, there's always a thing. There was some women that did some football, NFL football games, and they were like, people were like, oh, I can't stand her voice. And it's just like. They were so good. They were great. Oh, they were fine. It. That kind of mentality what is, is stupid, over with. Isn't it? And you got Doris Burke on the national call with, with ESPN. She does an amazing job. Yep. I love it. I really, truly do. I enjoy female voices in my sports. I want more. I, more, more, more. There's I kind of discovered Ashley Douglas, who writes for the Denver now I got her there, and she comes on my show like once a week. Uh, she's out of the Springs, really good NBA writer and knowledgeable NBA. So she comes on my show at least. I'm once not a familiar week. with Ashley's work, so yeah. I will look into that. She's on Denver Sifts. Is she hot? Uh, she's nice. Trust me, trust me. The the there's the women out there know, uh, uh, leaving you out of it. Know more about sports than than this brain trust combined. I'm sure. So that includes me. It, it includes you too. I didn't. I didn't want to speak for you, but I, I I think it's great and it's a it's a it's a different perspective and they all know what they're talking about and I just hate that whole thing of like people just discount them for it and I think more and more you're going to see them moving into it and I think it's fantastic and I think they should they should be given more and more and more I, I want to hear them on on the broadcast and I know I go I go over the top about Katie Wingy on Twitter and I talk about her all the time but has she followed you she yet? is she she didn't and she didn't 
she, so I must have fucked up. Oh, but she is. Uh, she did, and then she didn't. Um, but she is absolutely brilliant. And we we've had some people at altitude over the years. I won't mention any names like Ali Sturms, who were not very good and just kind of couldn't even say players' names and stuff. And then I see Katie Wingy, who's breaking the game down because she played the game and she right. knows the game. Ellie Sturm was Ellie Sturm was like window dressing. She was, she was, she was not there. She to, was a bikini car wash sideline reporter. She was not there to, to, give, to give analysis at she all. She couldn't even pronounce the players' names. Katie, it was bad. Listen, Katie Wingy was on the radio broadcast one night she when I was driving awesome. up. And she was fantastic. She's and I was awesome. like, And I was like, man, she knows your shit. And she's, she's I am absolutely, yeah, I'm absolutely bowled over by her. And the quality of her call and the quality of her interviews post-game, when she's talking to the players and she asks them real shit, and she doesn't sit just sit there and vague nod at them it's so are we just, so good so are She's we just good. waiting for most of these morons who can't can't they can't take a woman being this in this position are that we just waiting for them to die off i've heard point? it i've heard it said that guys don't want to listen to women on sports talk radio i've heard that said fuck man if they it's not true i do if they know what they're talking about and most of the, the, all the women in town here the, i the like writers, the sound of a woman's voice I, Period. I know, I know you do, but I'm saying they they know more than I do, and that's all I need. And I and I would appreciate. It. I almost want to hear a woman's voice more than a man's because I'm I'm so used to a man telling me what fucking I already know, or like or like talking sports, having that different voice, even just the sound of it, just appeals to me. I agree, and I think it's probably totally Freudian, but I I support you. Um, Thank you. I wanted to ask you real quick Don't about me. about prostate cancer, Gil. You've been through it, yeah. and Vic's about to go through it. We, and, uh, Vic and, and I traded texts this morning. We're going to have lunch very soon, and it's uh, there's a lot of parallels there. Uh, he did not. I, I did you have you ever seen the the, the thing they did on me that uh, uh, I did I watched uh, yeah. it today yes. okay uh, they did a really nice job at catchitintime.com and and uh, so I put that up usually in June I scheduled an appointment by the way with my primary Thank today you. to I, get I've a had screening people <laughs> say that they're setting up a, a meeting I, I can up save you twenty five bucks. If you know what I mean. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I think I think most people are t talking to. Vic, about go getting through the surgery and getting all the thing. I really, I, and I, tr I truly mean this. I want to talk about to Vic about living with prostate cancer because it's with you forever. Other than my third wife, it's the worst thing ever happened. <laughs> She's worse than cancer. <laughs> Damn. But it's a very treatable. It's a very treatable one. Unlike a, a third wife. Unlike, yeah, the third wife is not treatable whatsoever. No. There's, there's not many things you could do. For that is a good line. Yeah, um, but it's a very treatable form of cancer. It's it's one of the. It's, well, it, it's a I better had a ninety-two percent. Ninety-two percent. Did you hear that? Yeah, I saw it today. I looked it up. I googled it. And uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, here's what happened. The, the doctor called, and you heard it today. But it, most of the people listen is fine. The doctor called. I'd gone through this biopsy, and and, and with the VA, and they sent me a thing. Said you're clear, and I said okay, great. Uh, three weeks later, a doctor called and said, you know, I I was having a slow day. I went back and looked at the biopsies that the computer spit out. Uh, he said I went back and put them under the microscope. Yeah, you're a little bit close. Can come on back in. I'm like, 
Damn. Like, so I had to wait like six weeks for the biopsy to heal because that's pretty intrusive, by the way. And then uh, uh, I went back, and 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 then like three weeks later, the doctor called. I'm writing a I'm writing a magazine piece or something, and I have my speaker's phone. This is Doctor Vinny Boomba or whatever it was, and he and he said uh, I'm I'm calling about your your biopsy, and he said he said. Well, he said, we just went through your biopsy, and it's positive. I said, okay, great. Awesome. Positive's good. (laughs) And and he said, no, 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 that means you have cancer. (laughs) Who would have thought? Who would have made that up? Why do they call where you go to fly out a terminal? You know, (laughs) who makes up these words? So I was like, damn. I mean, I I can swear. I I said, said, fuck, 20 times in a row onto my speakerphone. I was just mad. I was like, ugh. So, uh, so I, I, I went through that, and uh, uh, it, was, uh, it was interesting. I had some options, and I was talking to my doctor. I, I was kind of putting stuff off because I caught it early because I was doing it every year. And then all of a sudden, he, he said to me, we're in a meeting, he says, well, we're talking about life alternatives, but we got to now start talking about survival. You have a 92% chance. If there were 100 people in this room, eight people are not coming out. That's a true story, and, and uh, Vic caught it. Vic caught his after I caught mine. So, uh, so he has lim- his less options than I did. But it's life after prostate cancer that you really kind of have to deal with. That I really want to uh, discuss with him, and I've discussed you, it with a lot of. Do you think he'll of, be able to play basketball at the DAC? Yes, that won't be. Oh no, you're not limited to anything like that. I've talked to a lot of veterans that have gone through it. I've 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 volunteered and done some. Then some of that, I'm talking about prostate cancer and those types of things. Now, I've, I've heard eating a lot of hot food, like hot peppers, it, it d- decreases your chance of getting prostate cancer. Oh, well, you're in good shape, then, uh, based uh, on your gas. So, <laughs> absolutely. But I, I think that on, on, the, on the topic of Vic Lombardi and, and Gil, you are beloved by all, make no doubt about it, and I'm certainly a fan. Uh, Vic Lombardi has a very special place in in among Denver sports fans. I yeah. think he means a he re- lot he replaced, to a lot of people. He replaced Ron Zapolo as the top sports guy. In I this think town. so. I, I think he's got an Irv Brown like presence in this but marketplace. That TV market, that all of that. He replaced. You know, no one replaced Irv Brown. It, yeah, it really haven't. I mean, you know, they, they, or ever will. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. Uh, but Vic replaced uh, uh, Ron Zapolo, who was the absolute top guy in the market. And Vic just approaches things just a little bit different. He's a pro. Yeah. He's a pro. And, and one thing that I think people appreciate about Vic Lombardi is that he is very sincere. He shares himself. He shares his family, his experience. And he doesn't consider himself above the fray. He's one of us. Yep. Absolutely. Um, Got to get into the second half now. It's good stuff. Oh, Gil gets to learn about sports now. That's right. Well, he's done. I'm open. Now he probably did sports when he was in before. We'll see. Well, it, it, maybe we maybe we fed it. I don't know. Maybe we fed it in later. I don't know. I wasn't here. Yeah, I don't know. It's been so long, Gil. But we're we're glad to have you. We're rolling along. I'm sure we'll go over time. Um, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Jean. Pour séduire qui lui plaît 
breaks than I've ever been. <laughs> we can, it's it's the podcast. We we edited this down. We can take as long as we want. All right. Sportique Scooters is where scooters come from, and it has been since 1998. And if you want to get into the game on opening day, there's no better way than on a scooter from Sportique. Right there in the shadow of downtown at 160 South Broadway with a nice 50cc machine from Sportique. You don't need a motorcycle driver's license. You don't even need a license plate. And you can park that thing at a bike rack. At a bike rack in front of Coors Field on opening day. Sportique is where scooters come from. And please, when you visit, tell them the South Stand sent you. Gil Whiteley croaking sports, sports. on our show, on our podcast. Yeah, croak's it's, probably the best word has ever been to describe <laughs> my voice. It's it. See, it's it's. I was just thinking, it's the culmination. It's just now we've we've come so far from from uh, sports journalism in newspapers to radio. Now here we are podcasting, and it's a, it's it's a. It's the, the it's future now. The past meets the future. You know what I'm saying? If if, 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 if Gil sorry. Whiteley were to walk into a station today in 2019 and sit down with the program director and start to speak, would that man ever in a million years let this man on the air? Yes. <laughs> I, because, I love because it. Because now I mean, my, my voice is recognizable. I absolutely. hate my voice. No, absolutely. So if you're going through the channel, you go, oh, there's Gil. I mean, and that's... And that's probably why I'm still doing what I'm doing 32 years later. When I listen to the I listen to the NHL uh, broadcast on satellite radio, and you listen to all the different teams, and you get the you get the home you get the home broadcasters whenever. There's some very unique voices, and there's guys who sound like they've been doing it for a long time, and they they have they have some pretty unique. Uh, they want people to sound like you, like me. A woman's voice. They want. They you know. They want to be able to distinguish between the voices. So yes. Connor McGee is that his name? Connor McGee. Yeah, Connor McGee. Does the Avalanche? Yeah, the, man. He's doing a pretty good job. Great voice. Real good voice, man. Very distinct, you know. And it's like it doesn't blend in. My voice. My, I don't have a good voice. My voice blends in. It sucks. But um, there's there's good. Well, voice. I disagree. I love your. Thank voice. you. I appreciate it. you're you're my you've been my biggest fan. Warm and uh, fuzzy. Yeah, thank you. Gil, Gil has a has a unique voice. Reno has a unique voice. Nate Kreckman has a good voice. Um, you know, I think if there's not something to it, it gets lost, and you just kind of think. Ah, just another dude just, you know, talking about the same old shit. Yeah, Brandon Stokely. Three, time, three <laughs> times a week, a week, I get recognized by my voice. I'll be talking and go, radio guy. Hey, I know you. You know what? When um, when uh, Alan Roach was on Howard Stern recently, he, oh, was, yeah? on, he was on there a couple weeks ago. And uh, they just had him on for whatever reason. And they just and he told them, he said, he goes, yeah, he goes, I have trouble in restaurants because I start talking and people are like, turn around oh, yeah. and look at me, you know. And uh, it was an interesting interview. And he, it was uh, 
You, you, know, you know, I bumped uh, Roach in for his very first news break ever on KOA. Oh, did you? Really? I sure did. Yeah, yeah. Nice. He was uh, subbing in for uh, Kathy Walker. Remember Kathy Walker? Not really. You guys don't remember these things? Was Kayla? she the weather girl with two vaginas? No, that's a different one. That's a different one. <laughs> wow. That, no, no, no. That was uh, a thing? But he, he just started, and he was telling me, just, hey, I just got here from him. Mean, he's got a super bear. I'm like, oh, dude, yeah. your voice is amazing. He just got there from San Francisco, and... Uh, but I was I bumped was, him in. First I time. was doing uh, afternoon drive on KNUS, and the the show leading into me was a national show, and it was uh, Rush Limbaugh. Dun, dun, Before dun, he went dun. to KOA, and Rush Limbaugh cut about five spots. Hey, coming up next, go white. And I wish I would have saved those spots. I oh my have god! Those spots yeah, he, Rush Limbaugh cut spots to promote my show. That's awesome. That's crazy. <laughs> I wish I'd have kept those. That is a crazy, crazy story. So we we teased coming into this second half oh, yeah. the Wade Phillips oh, yeah. story. So what well, Wade Phillips saga. I the think Wade is. Phillips saga. I, I know Gil, a lot of Broncos fans that I communicate with on Twitter consider the loss of Wade Phillips greater even than the loss of Vance Joseph. Oh, yeah, I think so. Um um, the disappearance of Wade Phillips, I believe, is a is a mystery cloaked in a in a uh, in a puzzle. And I wonder if you can provide any insight for us and our listeners as to why Wade Phillips is no longer with this organization, because I believe he's the uncontested king of defensive coordinators. Uh, I agree. And he did an unbelievably good job here. And, uh, oh, by the way, he was just in the Super Bowl and held Tom Brady to one touchdown. Uh, Yep. uh, What happened, and and it's a simple matter of Wade Phillips got too much credit for winning the Super Bowl. John didn't like it. John thought he should have gotten the credit for building that defense. Uh, Wade uh, Phillips obviously won the uh, Super Bowl. Well, yeah, and and – and that's the way it went down. And then, and as we, I, and Wade and I, and I, that's why I was really, I lost all my Wade text. Wade said to me, if Vance Joseph gets the job, Vance had told him, and John told him that, that Vance Joseph could hire anybody he wanted. And Vance said, if I get this job, told Wade that you'll be my defensive coordinator. And I said, that's not going to happen, Wade. He said, what are you talking about? I said, that's not going to happen. I already know you're not out. You are out. Oh, that's not true. He said, John wouldn't lie to me. I said, he's lying to you. Wade got mad at me and didn't talk to me for about three days. Now, how did you then, know? Because I know things. Okay. <laughs> and, and, uh, and he sent me a text like three days later. He said, you're absolutely right. And because uh, Vance Joseph, they would not allow Vance Joseph to hire him. Is that because Vance was just basically they they were they were going to make decisions for him? Yeah, Vance, yeah, Vance was a puppet. Yeah, Vance was a, 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 a waste of time. John really wanted to fire John Fox after the Super Bowl they lost. Yes, he waited an extra year. He waited an extra year to fire Vance Joseph. He wanted to fire him last year. And he wanted to do that. So he's waited an extra year on both so times. Is that Elway's decision, though, or is that yes. pushback from Ellis? No, that's, no, no those, those, were, those were John's decisions. So what you're telling me is that John Elway can't make a decision. 
uh, in a timely manner. Because if he's waiting an extra year to make these obvious decisions that he knows he needs did, to make, why do, you then you he's I, kind of, why do you and I know that Vance Joseph should have gone, not this year, but last year, and he doesn't know it? Why? Because he's... Why, why can't we... Maybe yeah. he doesn't have the confidence of leadership. Maybe he's kind of a pussy when it comes to this kind of thing. Well, no, because they... they... I, I am a believer in John Elway, but he has, he has struggled with that. He, he struggles with... In my own mind, I think he struggles with making the decisions that will not sit well, which is why, through Mike Kliss, who's a friend of mine, but I've... I am critical of my clip just I'm with anybody. And you guys over the years have been critical of me, and I know all of that. That's no big deal. We're big boys, as you sent me a text one time. Uh, We're not critical they, they of you. Leak. What are you talking about? I don't know. Either. Trust me. <laughs> Wade, or excuse me, they use my clip to, to float rumors out there. Sure. To see. To see what's on there. Mike, I'm sorry, but they, they absolutely abuse you. And, uh, and every now and then, but I think he I knows say that, something right? negative. I say something negative about John Elway. I took Wade's side in the Elway in the Elway Wade thing. I took Wade's side 100. percent And I got calls from everybody over there, including you know John's not really you know. Said, truth is what the truth is, and I don't. I didn't back off any of that. I this, don't. This is a headline from thebiglead.com, which is run by Clay Travis. It's a national site. <laughs> regarding Cliss, Denver reporter working hard to put positive spin on Flacco trade. This is oh the headline. Oh, my God. Did you see the stuff he put up? Oh, it was like a barrage of oh, embarrassment. Even he wrote it. Mike, bless you, Mike. I love you. You know it. He wrote, you know, hey, what a great fit. There's no one. There's not even a number five on the Broncos. He fits right into that. He got, he, he made like that was a positive that, that, that he didn't have to well, take someone's jersey. Well, he's, he's what? Six foot five, right? That's, that's the fit. It's, well, I, what I don't get about that, and we're, we're diverging off it a little bit, but now that you bring it up. It's a good subject. Though. It's a good subject. Um, it's, it's so obvious because th there's obvious other people who can go, they can kind of go like, oh, Flacco, well, okay. And they can, they can report the facts and as they're supposed to do. But when you put that much spin on it, everybody knows that that is not coming from that person. It is coming from the Broncos. Here's some irony here. The Flacco, I think Joe Flacco is an improvement. Yeah, I of think course. he's yeah. A, yeah, but, yeah, of course he is. Two weeks Case earlier, what was the buzzword? Balls. What was the buzzword three weeks ago? I think Joe Flacco wasn't enough improvement. I think it was life by inches rather than death, death by, by inches. By inches. <laughs> he, here's the thing: <laughs> life, life by, by centimeters. <laughs> this team needs to embrace the process the way the Philadelphia 76ers and the Cleveland Browns did. They need to suck for a while. For a while and accumulate draft picks. And adding a Flacco is just making sure that you win six let games me, let against, me, seven let me, games again. Let me let me take this let me take now, this let me take this in another Van direction. Gio and, with Fangio and Flacco, I think Flacco's gonna be good for a game, and I think Fangio better be good for a game or else it's just, you know, they're just they're just you know, because Munchak has to improve that offensive line or it's all moot. I, I think they've, with the coaching decisions, they have obviously put themselves in a good position. But if, if we want, let's take a step back. Fire Festival. Seen the Fire Festival documentaries? Oh. Gil, you know what the Fire Festival is? 
That's the thing in in, in, the, in the in the island. Yes. yes. Yeah, I so, watched both of those. Yes. So, very, so <laughs> they, were, they were right up to the day before. They were like, <laughs> "Okay, we're gonna make this work." No, you aren't. No, you aren't. And the guy I, was going, "Wait, oh, oh let me, oh, trying to pay, pay." I I kind of I kind of look pocket. at I kind of look at some of these guys as like the fire festival people. And they're like, this has got to work. We're doing this. We're doing this. We're throwing money at this. We got Joe Flacco. And they keep throwing, they keep throwing shit against the wall, hoping it sticks. And I think that they, 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 they get lucky sometimes. Most times it fails miserably. And I think that's the attitude is that they're just kind of like, we got to make it work. It, it's got to work. Let's just, let's just go with it, and then we'll, we'll hope it all pans out. That kind of seems like their, their philosophy over the last couple of years. Oh, get get Case Keenum. Oh, it didn't work out. Get get Joe Flacco, and they're just going to try everything possible, and it just doesn't. Seem John to work. won't stop trying, and John will. John, I believe John would ten will will uh, will draft the kid out of Missouri. He'll he'll draft Lock. Lock. Okay. Oh, you think he's going to? Yeah, at ten. Okay, interesting. All right, you heard they, it here, folks. The Flacco, the Flacco deal. They can they can cut Flacco next year and not have any dead money. Zero dead money. Oh, it's a great deal financially. It's fine. And like you said, it's an improvement. But it's Joe Flacco, the one guy who had the one throw against our Pretty defense. Pretty much the most hated guy other than Philip Rivers in the I league. know, I know. You <laughs> right. him. He's not even that hated because yeah. we know he sucks. We're just yeah. like, it's Isn't Joe it's Flacco. He got lucky. He Raheem Moore, right? But he did break our hearts. He broke our hearts oh, yeah. with the one throw. And it's interesting because Case Keenum is a one throw hire also. You've got these one throw higher guys your, here. Your, your man Benjamin Albright, uh, he had he put a tweet out where he was quoting someone, and someone said, "With Case Keenum, with Joe Flacco, you have to defend every blade of grass, but with Keenum, you don't have to. And with Flacco, you got to you got to get count. deep. Yeah, you got to account for everything. With Keenum, you don't have to, which is a total indictment of of paying Keenum whatever they paid him eighteen million dollars yeah, a year. When so, Wade came on the show the other last." week in last week when he came on the show i said you gotta love joe flacco he said because i asked him how to defense if you know if you're defense against flacco what do you do all those things but you gotta love the guy because without joe flacco you don't get the broncos job he said what are you talking about he said if the, if they don't beat the broncos in double overtime they john fox doesn't get fired that's true and then you're not hired the next year he said oh yeah i love flacco how do you how how far really back does your relationship with uh, with wade phillips go 30 years 30 years so how you met him when he was working for the broncos yeah, way back as when? a defensive coordinator here dan reeves hired him uh dan reeves hired him because because he had he worked for buddy ryan in philadelphia yeah yeah and then buddy and dan reeves wanted him to bring that 53 defense here to Denver, and then and then when Wade got here, he said, hey, you know, they fired Joe Collier, who's best defensive coordinator at maybe of his era up there through a lot of time with what they had here. And and Wade when Wade got here, he says, Well, I got a three-four. I don't want to run that, that, that the 53 defense that the Bears had, that had run. Uh you know, that he was running in Philadelphia because at that point, uh and, and but Buddy Ryan, I've never been a huge fan. There you go, eighty-five Bears. <laughs> Buddy Ryan, Buddy Ryan. As a rule, you're not a lot. You you they don't make lateral trades. But Buddy Ryan was getting credit for the Wade Phillips defense in Philadelphia. So when Wade, when the Broncos asked to talk to Wade, Buddy Ryan knew 
that Wade was not getting the credit he deserved. He said, if they want to make a lateral move and they want you, I'll let you, I'll release you from your contract. Because at that time, you didn't, they didn't take lateral moves. If you, were, you, know, you had to be assistant head coach if you moved on that. So Buddy Ryan, Wade gives a lot of credit to Buddy Ryan. So you, but you hung out with him, had barbecues with him. You, you, yes. you spent time with him. Yeah. So, I mean, like you, we've been good friends for 30 years. So we, we talked at every stop that he was at. So, we you know what, like what his contract. favorite like restaurant is in Denver? Uh, yeah. Yanni's. Yanni's. Yanni's, Yanni's at the, uh, at, at the, the landmark. Uh, landmark. landmark. Yeah, yeah. At the landmark. Opa. We've had dinner there. <laughs> That's awesome. That is fantastic. We got to get into the fourth quarter guys. Jeez, this I know. thing's flying by. Well, we just got to break it up. We, we're going to, we're obviously, we're almost at an hour now. We're going to go over. We obviously, we got, we got plenty of I haven't even asked him about John Wayne. Can yet. I, can I give you your, can I give you a quick wage story about how he originally got hired as head coach? Please do. Wait, wait. Now, is this the one, you might've told us this, where, he, they were trying to get Shanahan. And Shanahan walked out of the building. We were all in the building. We, this, I told you seven was, years ago. This was seven years, years ago. ago. Well, tell the story. And that then we'll was 30 years ago, yeah. though. Tell, yeah. tell the story. It's a good story. Well, Wade Phillips was in his office. And, and, and Mike Shanahan wanted the Dan Reeves power. And I've heard this story from Dan Reeves. I've heard it from, from, from Mike Shanahan. And I've heard it from Wade. Mike Shanahan, at the media, we're all assembled. We're ready to so introduce Mike Shanahan. Yeah, we're sitting in there. Right? We're ready. I'm, and uh, and uh, and and Mike Shanahan says, "Yeah, if you're not gonna, if I don't have the power of the draft, all the different things that went with that." He says, I, "He says I'm not signing up for this." So, which was a good move on him. And Matt Boland walked down the hall and said, "Would you like to be head coach of the Denver Broncos?" Just I'm, with the media's here, he said, "What are you talking about?" It, yeah. Because he was hoping to be retained as defensive coordinator. He says, I'll give you 250, 300, 350. He said, the next three years. And he said, sure. They shook hands. He never had a contract. They shook hands, walked down. We're sitting there. Wade was standing there in the sideline. We thought Wade was in the room. We thought Mike was going to. Next coach of the Denver Broncos, Wade Phillips. And boy, it was like. And everyone just went, what the, the hell? The air went out of the room. <laughs> never had a contact, shook hands. And that was a mistake on Wade's part because they never paid him for that third year, which is why they almost, because he sued for it, which is why they almost didn't hire him as defensive coordinator last time he came here because he was, they were in a lawsuit. Because what Pat a nasty business! Him. What a what a wicked web we weave. That yes. is, but that's a great that's a when great story. When we first practiced to deceive. Yes, sir. That's a great <laughs> that's a great story. It's seven years. We we heard it then. It's even better now. So I love it. Well, did I make it better? <laughs> yeah, you did make it better, actually. Yeah, because I think the aspect of like everyone not knowing and thinking Mike Mike Shannon was coming out, I think that that made it better. So good stuff. Let's get into the fourth. We got plenty to talk about. So let's take a quick break. Be right back. you got to go to Mutiny Information Cafe at Broadway and Hillsworth and tell Matt and all his legions of awesome fans that 
the South Sand sent you. They make iced coffee with the ice cubes made out of coffee. Why didn't I think of that? It's a bookstore. It's a record store. It's a amusement gallery. It's a unique Denver institution. Mutiny Information Cafe. Tell Matt I told you to come. Please tell him the South Stand sent you. Fantasy baseball drafts are coming up, and you want to prepare, but at the same time, you want to stay atop of world events. And so we present headlines to baselines, fantasy baseball news combined with world headlines. And it goes something like this. Four people were seriously injured in an avalanche at the Swiss Ski Resort on Tuesday, where a massive search was launched for possible survivors on the mountain. And you should be careful not to get buried by failing to research the injury status of players prior to your draft. It's fair. According to German news sources, Britain has urged Germany to exempt large defense projects from its efforts to halt weapons sales to Saudi Arabia. Also, don't be afraid to spend on a couple of early round picks and get some big arms. Big arms? French police shot a man dead in central Marseille on Tuesday after he stabbed four people in the southern port city. Also, you should take your shot at a quality closer early in your draft before taking multiple jabs at the waiver wire. (laughs) The day after an explosion in central Cairo killed three policemen, Egypt's security forces assassinated 16 alleged Islamist militants. And your league, your league mates will blow up the list of available catchers in your league. So kill them all by stacking your team with high upside bench players. Canadian Railway Company on Monday said that its environmental experts are continuing the cleanup of a site in Western Canada where one of its trains derailed on Saturday, dumping tons of toxic pollutants. And if your draft comes off the rails, you can clean things up by focusing on trusty veterans in the middle rounds. And a final thought. Seven children, all members of a Syrian refugee family, died early Tuesday in a house fire (laughs) in Nova Scotia. Also, you'll want to draft several sizzling youngsters since stolen bases make up a fifth of the points in your league. That's... (laughs) Baselines to your Reno could have written that. <laughs> Beer bottle mama. Young you're sir. the gal for me. It's my favorite drinking song. Oh my god. Beer bottle mama. You suit me to a tea. Now you love beer and I love gin with the two. Together we're bound to win. Beer bottle mama. You're the one for me. Beer bottle mama. Just the other uh, day. A chronic you know what Harry Carey's youngsters. You know what Harry Carey's original beer sponsor was in St. Louis? Uh, it's gotta be it's it's gotta be uh Pabst Schlitz? Blue Ribbon. Schlitz. Schlitz. This is the old honest, style. Old style. Honest oh. to God's truth. 
Greasy dick beer. <laughs> greasy oh. dick beer. Can't wow. you wait to get home and put a greasy Woo. dick between Man. your lips? <laughs> Imagine God. drinking that. There was Man. a Greasy Dick Brothers, and it was 100% true. I'm not even G-R-E-I-S-E making this up. G-R-E-I-S-E. It's spelled, it's pronounced the way I just said it, but it's spelled a little different. Wow. Wow. Dip into a greasy dick. Wow. That is that's tough sledding right Stuff there. Stuff you didn't know. That's awesome. There you go. Kathy um, Saban knows all about this. Hey, go ahead, hey Gil, go ahead and plug that that great card you gave us. Go ahead, plug that place. The yeah. South. I'm yeah. sending you guys to the lunch at, yeah. lunch at the South. All three of you are bringing. That's me. awesome. That'll get you four lunches. That's awesome. It says South on Huron, right on, right across from where Cinderella City. Used, used to, be. to be, yes. Oh, I know exactly. No, the South is, is yeah. no joke, and it's owned by a former Denver Broncos player, linebacker, I believe. And uh, and it's got a offensive Bronco. lineman Jerry Sturm, all pro, several times. What kind of food? It's about? Mexican food. It's slimy, greasy, Great. drenched. The quesadilla is to kill for. It, yeah, it, oh, it, yeah. they're fish. I don't like and fish huge, tacos. And huge, huge, an awesome margarita spot. Okay. Fish tacos. I don't like fish tacos. I love fish tacos. They're unbelievable. Oh, they're unbelievable. Awesome. All right, we're doing that. That sounds great. Nice. Thank you for that. Yeah, the South it. is yeah, no cool. joke, bro. It's very good. Um, yeah, good stuff. Well, what? Where are we at here, Colin? I mean, well, I'm bummed out about something. What, what, I'm bummed out about something, and I, and I know Gil yeah. has got a tie to Chicago, and mm-hmm. so do you. Yeah. Um, and Scott. I, I'm, and Scott, of course, you all have ties to Illinois. Um, one of the annoyances I have as being a, t- a TV viewer locally is I want to disconnect my cable as i've talked about before and the problem is that you can't if you have altitude sports or root sports rocky mountain or at&t sportsnet as it's now known and the regional sports networks are tied indelibly to cable but they were not in chicago where the chicago cubs were broadcast via antenna on wgn you could get them on the uhf dial up until like a month ago. And now they've signed a deal to start their own regional sports like network. Like the Yankees, kind of. Just like the yeah. Yankees, just like the Rockies. And so now, <laughs> after 70 years, 70 years. Gil, as long as you've been with, alive. With WGN, since the radio days, since the early radio days, the Cubs have cut their ties with WGN and are starting their own regional sports network. And so now you will not be able to stream a Cubs game. You will only be able to watch on cable. The same problem I have locally. And it's a real bummer because that tie with WGN is a reason that there the are so many Cubs. Yeah. There's, that's the reason there's so many Cubs fans right here yeah, in Colorado. 100%. Uh, it's crazy. Back in the late 50s, early 60s, WGN broadcast all the Cubs home games and all the White Sox home games, and uh, and Jack Brickhouse did them both. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, One so they guy didn't did travel. them both? They didn't travel. You know, he did, they did the home games. And so Jack Brickhouse, you know what WGN stands for? The World's Greatest Ooh. Network. <laughs> Newspaper. It was because it was owned by the Tribune. World's greatest newspaper. Yeah. I didn't know that. Now That's what no it idea. said always on the masthead of the Chicago yeah. Tribune. Always said world's greatest newspaper and WGN. That's what that stood for. I delivered the Chicago Tribune as a child. I delivered the newspaper. I delivered yeah. the Gazette Telegraph as yeah. a child. 
Excellent. Um, that's that you, but that's just naturally where things are going. So Yankees have their yes now, but it sucks because I can't stream that shit. Well, I want to cut the cord. I, I, know. I want to cut that cord, but they've got it wrapped around my neck altitude for fuck's sakes. Now I've heard rumors that the new Disney, uh, streaming service is going to include several, Regional sports networks or RSNs as they're known. Disney but is I am, the devil. I want mm. that. I want that to come. I want it to come to me. I want to cut Comcast out of my life desperately because what do I watch? I watch Netflix. Yep. I watch HBO, which mm-hmm. I can get on Go HBO yep. Go. I can stream everything I want except Rockies games. True. And Nuggets games. Right. Yeah. You can. You can now. I'm, here, here's I'm the thing. thinking of going just back to basic cable. Which I don't even know. But you don't get altitude. You got to get the sports package. I I know you've heard this before, but I'll say it again. Right? Right? If you have a VPN, VPN, I know. But that's cheating. Uh, But aren't they cheating? Yeah. Really? Right? It's it's not necessarily cheating. It's just that it's 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 difficult for the common person to do that. But it's really not. Like there's a and I and I want to watch on my flat screen. I don't want to watch on my laptop. You'd have to have some sort of a program that would uh, like with Apple. You could do, you know, Apple TV. So smart TVs. Yeah, you with a smart TV, you could you could access a a browser and and get it. Wouldn't the quality be crappy? No, that's my my main my my biggest of my. I have two big screens in my living room, and I keep sports on there with. But no you'd volume have, and then we're and Fox TV. News on the other because you're 70. You'd have to install a <laughs> VPN on the uh, smart TV. I don't know how to do that. Yeah, that's the I'm issue. Sure. Um, I don't know. He's it, got people for that. It's the it's the way it's going, and unfortunately, now with the al- altitude. If you have Comcast, you can get the Altitude app, so you can sit on an iPad and watch the Avs game if you want. But you have to have Comcast. You have to have Comcast. Now yeah. that is appealing to me. If Altitude said. Hey, we're gonna say, um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna offer fifty bucks for the year, and you know, give what? me uh, give me nine bucks a month, I'd, uh, eleven bucks a month, twelve bucks a month. Yeah. I'll pay it. Yep, I would. I'll too. pay it. My Comcast bill is two hundred fucking forty dollars a month. If if I could if I could get if I could get the if I could get the Rockies and and the the two teams on altitude that I want the Avs and the Nuggets. I could probably get rid of cable, dude. I did the math and I wrote I published an article at our site about out about this very subject and if it weren't for altitude and at&t sportsnet i could save 75 percent on all of the shit i watch because what i watch is netflix you you i watch netflix i watch hbo you are 100 and they make you they make you buy stuff that you don't even want and, and I don't that, want that, any of it. I don't want most of the, it. Ninety nine percent. In the very near future, you'll be able to pick the seven or eight or ten things you want coming off the internet. We've been saying that and for just thirty pay years. For those. No, it's <laughs> coming up pretty quick because they can't stop it. So you could you could ideally get NBA TV. You could get uh, you could get MLB, MLB TV. TV, but. You have to show that you are, if you're watching the Rockies, I've you got to have this. We could even get Duke, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you can get a lot of sports. The VPN's I'm recording the, it. The, the, the key. <laughs> um, so, so that brings my point. You're talking about beer. You're talking about the Rockies. Let's talk a little Rockies before we have to check out of here. Um, the Rockies are coming up. It's springtime. And it's not springtime yet. To, it's me, still to me, the entire conversation surrounding the Rockies is Nolan fucking era. Absolutely. 
Manny Machado just signed 10 years, $300 million. Is that what it was? $300 what a mistake. Do you think it was a mistake? Oh, a huge mistake. Oh, for I him? Agree. Yeah, 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 I yeah, agree. The Padres aren't ready to win right now yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah, no, that's... And Manny Machado is a boring guy who's not going to bring another. Oh, Manny Machado's coming to town. Let's go out and watch it and go see them. You know, Machado's not going to sell another ticket, and they're not going to win with him. They're three years away if they make all the right moves. That's a huge mistake. Sure. No 10-year deal has ever worked out. No. But what if they offer Nolan something similar? I'd give, oh, Nolan, no. I mean, give I, Nolan 10 right now. I had Thomas right Harding on today, and he said, well, they're going to make a deal with him, 32 $33 million a year for five, six years. Right now, Nolan Arenado, they made Wheaties boxes to put this guy on. He's, he has no baggage. You know, uh, it, it, Nolan Arenado, if the Yankees go, hey, I want him, he'll be the best he guy. He wants to go to the Dodgers. I know. He, they, he can't go in within division. And I'm a Dodger fan. I grew up in L.A. But, uh, you know, I, the Rockies have to keep him there. But, I, you know, if they Mark keep him Cuban, for four years or more, do you, do you I'm getting a Do you think Mark Cuban gets, gets a paycheck every two weeks from the Mavericks? I think he gets a paycheck whenever he wants to get right. a paycheck. Exactly. <laughs> but believe me, uh, Charlie and the appropriately named Dick collect collect paychecks every two weeks. I want my owners writing checks, not collecting them. Absolutely. And, and you're and you're going to sit there. They are not going to give a ten year deal. The Yankees can run it. Arenado's twenty nine. Machado's twenty eight. <laughs> And he's nowhere near as good as Nolan Arenado. So you th- do you I, think the I, Rockies are going to do it or this, no? This deal scares me to death, that the Machado deal. Yeah, but they, they basically, what, what I, and I think it might have even been Thomas Harding said, well, once, once Machado gets set, then they can say, hey, here you go. This, it's, it's a huge contract. But they can just say, hey, Nolan, here's, here's a little bit more than what this joker got because you're better. And then he's all good, right? I mean, they give him 10 years? He's good for 10 years. They're not going to give him 10 years. They're going to so. try and get him for six or seven. Mm. Well, It'll still, probably still six or seven at $32 million is, there, is still I, more I money. I said on the show today, if you get a deal for $50 million, I, I'm signing you for $50 million. That's generational money. I know, but if you get How a deal, you if need? you get a deal, if you get a deal for three hundred million, or a deal for two hundred fifty million, does that? I mean, so that you 50 can million change the world but, with three hundred million dollars. Oh God, and or two hundred fifty. Does, does either is your life different if you say, you know, I'm going to take the two fifty? Does your life change? Is your life one bit different? If you took the two fifty and said, "Hey, I'm going to stay here in town," no. rather than take three hundred million, no, there's no. That's difference. such unfathomable money. But I mean, to say no one's going to walk away from fifty if that is your own, if that like, your contract is offered, oh my God, generational money. My kids, 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 kids have money. But between two fifty and three hundred million, what's the difference? You're going to eat any better? You're going to sleep any better? Nicer house? Yeah. You know, but but it might mean something to these athletes though. They might oh, I need I need three hundred and one status status. Bragging, yeah. Bragging yeah. Rights. And I hope I hope Bragging I rights. hope I honestly Still. hope that that does not mean that much to Nolan. Yeah. And, I, and, he, and, and, and hopefully he's above that. I don't believe when when I hear him talk about his passion for the organization, I don't think it's false. And I hope and I hope I'm right. 
Well, I really do. Gil, what do you think? Do you think somebody like that is like, I well, if I, I, they pay me good, I'm going to stay here? Or do you think he's like, you know what, screw nuggets, this place? No, Nuggets. The, the Rockies made the, the playoffs the last two years, but who noticed? For, to get any real respect in a town where the football team, everybody wants to talk about the football team that has been irrelevant for two and a half sure. years. All right? But that's who everybody wants to talk about. Not they for need much to longer. Win a playoff. The Rockies need to win a playoff series uh, it, to, to get the kind of love that they're looking for. Same with the Nuggets. Nuggets scared the hell out of me. They need to win a playoff series. I, think, I believe they will. Uh, I, I love do. the Nuggets this year. Yeah, I think they will too. But, hey, Michael Malone has now won an, an NBA All-Star game. He's never even coached in an NBA playoff game. He has an as, as an assistant, but not hey, as a I have as an assistant. Coach. Shit, come on. No, I believe I I I I am very very passionate about the Nuggets, as you can see by the. Oh, I've got three hundred dollars worth of their shit on right now. Um, <laughs> is that they, a Nugget? Is that a Nuggets rope too? You're wearing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is officially licensed nice. NBA. Yeah. Like that. Um, I, I am absolutely convinced that they will win at least one series, but that's it. Depends on who they match up against. That's true. I mean, you get the Lakers. At the, uh, give, give, us the two Lakers give us at the Houston. Seven. I think, uh, number one, they won't get the Lakers. Lakers don't make the playoffs. Nope. Yeah, they get a no. tough run. That whole that. team, that, uh, that whole team has been now, you know, hey, LeBron is going to trade you. Asalama <laughs> Lakers, baby. Yo, yo, how much? That was brilliant. What's the single biggest problem with the NBA, Gil? Uh, it, it's not it. It's a street cred league, and it's controlled by seven or eight superstars. And it, and and Nikola Jokic gets no. Nikola Jokic right now is two and a half assists short of averaging a triple double. And he gets no respect at all. No, they were ordering drinks from him at the at the All Star game. Uh, you know, so it, it it it's a team sport, and and individuals run it. You know, Tom. Uh, uh, you know, Harden's Harden's stats are all selfish. Uh, you know, oh, Westbrook's absolutely, stats are all selfish. He's they, the league's MVP right they now. They state so, to who they have. They should have a. They should have a. A, a best player in the NBA trophy, and they should have the most valuable because the most valuable player in the NBA is Nikola Jokic. Oh! Wow. I like it. I can dig it. I can get on that. I'm, uh, I'm excited, though. I think it's going to be a good spring, and uh, I like to look forward to the warmer weather myself. Yeah, That's yeah. just me. And yeah. um, I think the Nuggets will be in the playoffs. It's been they a will. while. I mean, the, the Warriors have a chance to sweep the playoffs. Oh, yeah. you know? so, probably, uh, shut up. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but they probably will. Well, they do. They have a total chance to do that. What do you mean, uh, sweep every game or yes. win yeah. every series? Win every game. No. They have the, I think they have the opportunity to do it. No team's ever had that opportunity. I think they Nuggets could. have that opportunity. Uh, mm. This is we five all-stars <laughs> on, on this team. It's, it's, it I understand what you're saying. Let me, oh. let me throw a twist in before we go away. Gil, did you watch Breaking Bad? Yeah, I love Breaking Bad. I'm watching it again yeah, for the second, I, for the I, second I, time. I, I watched it twice and binge. Yeah, I'm, I'm binging it for the second Jessica time. Jessica Jones. And it's amazing how many. Oh, I, I like Jessica Jones. Oh, yeah, she's yeah. fucking awesome. Oh, my <laughs> God. I can't believe how much shit 
I missed the first fucking time I watched that yeah, show. Like I'm 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 on I'm on uh, the fourth episode of the fifth season. I've I've I passed up I passed face off the final episode of season four oh, recently yeah. where ding, the, ding, 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 where ding, the where the <laughs> ding 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 and and, Do and I need to binge face off? Salamaka blows up uh, blows up the 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 hospital room and Do kills I need to binge Gus face off? You need to watch season four. Episode thirteen. No, do I need to watch all four seasons? Um, I think you should. Okay, I I really do. I'd like I, to at some having point. watched it a second time, and I'm, I'm almost I'm nearing the end. I think it's absolutely worth watching again. And this the writing is I think the best I've ever seen in. It's in paramount TV. to me is writing. Have you watched Better Call Saul? Better Call, Better Call Saul was much better in Breaking Bad than it is in a series. See, I, 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 I disagree. I think uh, I think he's better in in his own. He was good in Breaking Bad. His but character I, was better in Breaking Bad. There was more immediacy. I actually to it. I kind of agree with that because he's a feature, not the center of attention. But I've watched um, both of them, and I like Better Call but Saul. But I like but the background. I like the Jimmy McGill background. I like what leads up to I think there's I mean, some really Better good Call acting Saul is Better a prequel. I think there's some fantastic yeah, acting. Right, right now in season five where I'm at, yeah, the acting, and I've gone through stages. I think Aaron Paul is totally underrated. The the job that he did is totally underrated. Yep, I agree. Everybody everybody gives Cranston all the credit. Aaron Paul was amazing, but right now in season five, it's the Skyler character who is really acting her ass off, and it's 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 unbelievable. She's so distressed because she doesn't want Walt in her children's lives because he brings danger, and and it's it the the tension. And the acting performance of that woman, and I don't know the actress's name. I'm embarrassed to say. Uh, yeah, Skyler's Skyler's actress's name. She is absolutely killing. She's it. very good, and she's so milfy, so milfy. <laughs> well, that's why you like it. Have you seen uh, this season? And we didn't get into any movies and TV, and we should real quick because Gil is an, a noted film reviewer. Um, this I used this, to be, I, I, but I do. I'm, I'm no more about film than I know sports. Absolutely, I do, and I love film. And I, if I could make any money at it, I'd still be doing film. Have you and watched? We'll make, have you watched we'll this? Make money. This uh, this season of True Detective. Oh God, yes, it is so good. Have you been watching it, Colin? I have. I find the. Uh, is I fabulous. find it. I, I it find so it a good. difficult watch because. Um, you cannot be distracted. You have no, to you really focus. That's a pay yeah. attention. You have sir. to really pay attention because the, you're dealing with various times in his life it's where he's switch, dealing. With it switches things. up a lot. Wow, they, they go through three makeup changes. It's, in that. It's really good. And the 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 season before was not good at all. It was very it was very meandering. It was not. It was boring. This one has been gripping from the very start, and because of the actors that are in it, and because of how they've done it with the different kind of time periods, it's fantastic. It is so good. I just every every time every Sunday, I'm, I'm just like, it's so, coming to an I'm end. About, here. I'm about to an next, end next yeah. week, yeah. I think. Absolutely, I'm about, I'm about three four episodes behind. Okay, it is, it's well, it's good. I got, and I don't know. They haven't done anything, but I think it's a detective buddy that might be involved in in this. The sale of the daughter to go somewhere oh, else. Little, little little speculation on there. Gil, Gil uh, a, a, a TV writer named Alan Sepawal 
coined the term peak television. Do you think we've reached peak television? Television, television right now is at its very highest. The movie industry is at its very lowest. They're, they're, they're making films out of, out of uh, uh, dishes from, uh, from restaurants. <laughs> you know, you know, video games, every graphic novel has a thing. And uh, they've just lost it. Green Book, have you guys seen Green Book? Oh, no, I loved but it. I know it. I, it's I loved great it. film. I loved it. I loved and, it. And, and, I loved every minute and, of that movie. And the Oscars are now turned into a joke. I, I don't know if you understand. If you're an actor and you're voting for the Oscar, you get to vote for actors, supporting actor, actress, and all of that. If you're a cinematographer, you get to vote for a cinematographer. And it's just a, hey, I vote for, I vote for uh, you know, Denzel Washington, or I vote for whoever it might be. But when it comes to best picture, you have no idea because here's what happens. If there's nine best pictures, there can be as many as ten, and there can be as little as five. They take and they, and they do the – they have a, a system, and no one, under, no one quite understands this. They have a system where, if, much like Tom Osborne did to see you, okay, <laughs> you, 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 can, you, can, you, you can vote uh, – you know, your, your favorite picture at number nine, the second picture, number eight. Number and there has been, a in the last couple of years, they have put the, they, they, there's been a block of voters that have voted nine on, on one film. And then the favorite, which La La Land, the year La La Land lost, there was a huge amount of people that put La La Land at number one, which was crazy. Tom Osborne did not put CU on his ballot the year that CU ended up splitting the national championship. If he puts them at seven, they win the national championship out, outright. So, but they, they, you can sway that vote. They're, you know, they, that the best picture should be, pick your best picture, fine. And it should be a popular vote, not a graded vote like it is because a block of people can move the best picture. So I have no idea. Pe- people who people might have a, an axe to grind are going like, I'm not even going to put it on there. Sure. Right? Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, that sucks. Do you think they need to change the formats of movies? Like go back to the days when there's intermissions? Because I know like... Well, it, uh, yeah, allegedly... Uh, I would love an intermission. Allegedly the next were, Avengers those, movie is going to have an intermission. Year, those were in the four-hour movie range. Well, still, yeah. but, that, like, it, but I think I, about I movies. need to pee every 30 minutes. But, so here, here, like... Avengers will have an intermission, I heard. I watch a lot of TV, Netflix, HBO, right? Because they're quick 45 minutes and they're yep. done. And if I get 45 minutes... And you minutes have a pause night, button. Well, that's true too. Um, but but it, I don't know. I just uh, I, I think like I can. My wife and I. It's your attention span has. We have forty five minutes to watch something. Your we'll attention watch span it. has there's gone. There's probably only been there's probably only been about twenty five movies in the history of Hollywood that have had intermissions. Well, maybe they should. If you had an intermission in the middle of a movie at the theater. They would sell so much more shit. Yeah, go to the bathroom. They would sell. Stuff. You go to the bathroom. Get you get another beer. And and all these theaters now have draft. The one at the Landmark, right next to Yanni. I love that's my favorite theater. They got free popcorn, but, but that makes you want to drink beer. But so shut but, it down have, at the fucking hour mark. They have and people have, will deliver your beer. They have waiters. Yeah, they have waiters, waiters now. Yeah, but, but you're you not going to gonna do that because you're watching the movie. So shut it down. For a fucking five, seven minutes, 
and buy me more shit. Listen, I it, love Alamo. Alamo Draft House is awesome. Uh, I love been. going to that. It's it's supply and demand. It's capitalism. Basically, they're saying, hey, there's so many entertainment options out there. We need to make this stuff as best as possible so you tune in or you go or to the you theater. you come here. You go come here. here yeah, yeah. And have a waiter yep. bring you That's shit. That's it. That's and it. Potato skins it, and, oh, and nice drafts. Skins. Yeah, I was all prepared to get in trouble tonight. You guys didn't leave me into trouble. <laughs> We've gotten old. We've oh, gotten old in seven that. years. We've gotten I'm old. I'm amazed by that. Yeah, this James Merrillat, asshole, right? Total asshole. I love James Merrillat. <laughs> God damn you, Gil. <laughs> but he's a he's t- he's a tough guy to deal with. Okay. Just said, Who's the biggest asshole in Denver sports? Wow. <laughs> you want to get in trouble, Gil? You asked for it. I'm not going to do that. Okay. I don't. I don't want to force you into anything. Yeah. So. But uh, so what he said was Les Shapiro. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, not even. <laughs> no, we wouldn't put in that position. We, we've always I'm been. Not, I'm. I'm, I'm not going to go there. But I will. I will tell you after we get off the air. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So sorry, folks. That's you're going to lose out in that. Let's get out of here. We've gone. We've gone well over. I. I, I know we could like do a whole other hour just talking about whatever. Um, Gil. Seven years has been too long. We got to have you back uh, again soon. I'm in. I love that. I really had a great time here tonight. Thanks for having me. Oh, definitely. It's been awesome. Tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, uh, 42. Uh, oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> Not your Mile address. Mile Sports Radio, 1340 AM uh, at Gilfest. Will you guys send out a... I don't know why I don't have... I have like 1,800 Twitter followers. That amazes me. I should have more Twitter followers. You should have 20,000. Like I, me. Well... So you guys send out a a, a Friday follow or something. Right. Follow Gil Whiteley on this. On we'll, this we'll, we'll hit that up. We'll let everybody know you're on I can do some more Twitter tonight. followers. It amazes me that I don't get, I, you know, I have 1,800, 1,900 Twitter followers. I'm like, what? Uh, but, you need yeah, Russian at, bots. Russian bots. <laughs> no, that's you, the key. You don't want Russian bots. I'm so old. I I eat my I eat my Tide by the spoonful. <laughs> Whoa, no no Tide pods. No. You eat actual powder. <laughs> Whoa, that is old school. That that powder is just not. Uh, that's not what we're into at all. So, uh, it's good stuff. Thanks, Gil. It's been great. Uh, like I said, seven years been too long. We'll get you back in here soon. Um, anytime. We we enjoyed having you. Go White Sox. Go Tebow. Did you say Gil White Sox? I said go White Sox, oh, okay. go Tebow. Yeah, that's right. So. Go Tebow. I want him to make the team, baby. Whitely yeah. so. Let's go Tebow. That's Whitely awesome. So. Thanks again, Gil. Appreciate it. It's been a, it was a great show. It was a lot Tebow! of good, it was good times. Um, we got plenty coming up, so hopefully we'll get another one in soon. And until that time, adios. Can't walk you out in the morning, dude. We love you, Denver! And walk you out in the morning dew. Thought I heard a young girl crying, baby. Thought I heard a young girl crying today. You didn't hear no young girl crying. No young girl crying at all
now there's no more.